yeah um looking forward to this uh this week uh, another ranked team coming to our uh to provo so uh really well coached um herm's done an amazing job there and uh you know they, they've obviously ranked and, and they're having a lot of success and so uh they have a really uh, dynamic quarterback that causes a lot of problems so um you know, Jaden daniels is a really really good player and and he has a lot of poise and uh, he just seems like a, a veteran right now, and he's surrounded by a physical, athletical line and good tight ends that, that they can play and can block and can, they can catch, and uh, a number of skilled players at running back and, and receiver that have tons of athleticism and speed. So um, it's a difficult matchup, but we're looking forward to it. And uh, you know, on defense, they're really well coached as well. They have tons of athletes, size, um, yeah. Playmaking ability at a lot of different places. Notice their their linebackers are very active, and so uh, well coached team with with a. I mean, they're ranked for a reason. So, um, looking forward to to them being here in our home, and and looking forward to the matchup and the and the game. All right, questions. Let's go, Jay, and then Mitch. Kalani. Just to revert back a little bit on the Big 12 announcement, we didn't really get to talk a lot with you about that, but what do you feel like you need to do in the next two years? Um, some might say you're totally ready now to join that Power 5 league, but what would you like to see happen in your program in the next two years to be even more ready? And I mean, I'm not even thinking about the next two years. I'm just thinking about this week. And um, in regards to the, the Big 12 um, happening for our athletics department, I said it before the day of that I'm really happy that, um, that we get to do it as, as an athletic department. I believe we have great coaches and student athletes at this university and really excited that we get to do that together, that all the sports will be included. I'm really thankful that we have this partnership with, with the Big 12 and that, they're, um, that you know, we're joined by a uh, great number of, of schools that, that have, um, you know, from, from what we see, they, that they have great football programs and it'd be a lot of fun for us. And I, I'm really happy for the fans that, that this happened, but I, I have nothing to prove other than what we're trying to get done this week. I'm not thinking about two years from now. When I first got here as the head coach, I wanted to get things set and started putting work with our staff on, on trying to develop uh, talent and develop some depth and that's going to be our focus and we're going to do it with uh, with the mindset of, of our culture in mind which is something that the environment I got to enjoy when I played under Lavelle Edwards and so I'm going to keep working towards that and trying to take care of the student athletes as much as I can and and we'll, we will do that as a staff and I'm, I'm lucky I'm surrounded by great coaches and great support staff and great administrators that allow that to happen so right now it's working really well we, we just got to move you know week to week. And right now the focus is completely on, on ASU. Lonnie, uh, what will you and your staff do to ensure that your team is equally prepared and energized for ASU this week? Like you guys were for Utah this past weekend. Yeah, a good question. The, 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 the week of preparation with the intensity and the excitement, um, I think, uh, I think a lot of people thought that, that I didn't take the last week very serious. I did. I just uh, I don't need to define it. What I did, what I did like was the, 
that it was intense. I liked the preparation. I liked the way our guys were focused on what was going on. They're so razor sharp focused that uh, that the game was more important than the Big 12 announcement. And that was evident from when I was, uh, you know, from what we saw as a coaching staff that these guys were so focused on that game. What I like about it is that let's just do the exact same thing again. Let's have that same type of mindset, that same type of focus, um, and the same type of intensity that we had coming into the practices and into our meetings, and let's duplicate it. Because I think it was nice that the players had that opportunity to do that and, and saw the success that we had from it. And so let's try to have that same type of preparation, which Lavelle was, was really big on, and, and uh, I'm glad that we were able to have that work and have our guys. Um, that was different than any other week that we've seen and, and I have to give a lot of credit to the coaches the assistant coaches and and to the, the leadership on our team so we're going to try to get that rolling again and do it times do it the second time and Kalani early on in your tenure there there were some struggles in games uh played at, at home at Lavelle Edwards Stadium then I remember a couple of years ago you had Patty Edwards talk to the team and ever since you guys are winning your home games at an 85% clip. What what do you maybe credit the success that you guys are now having in protecting your home turf in these games? Well, I think when we first moved to having that high number of P5 games early in the season to begin the season, uh, we knew that that was going to test our depth. And so when you say we struggled to, I'm, I'm, I imagine you're talking about the, the next game. Uh, when you play the high number of P5 games that we do to begin the season that nobody else does in the country, you're going to have to test your depth. So when you see a running back that's going to be playing tonight, Tyson Williams, when he gets hurt in a game and you don't have him again, that that that, that you struggle when you when you have to bring the next man up. And I'm not saying that there's a huge drop off, but maybe there's a drop off in experience and talent. Right now, I think our team is uh, much more prepared. For that to happen, we we saw it happen in the Arizona game because of our, our what we did in camp. We were pretty physical and had some nagging injuries in camp, and then we may see how we respond from from this week if we have it, have to make any adjustments with that. But I would say the intensity of the scheduling is is the thing that tested our depth, and we knew we had to develop that right away. And we feel really good about the progress that we've made from when we first started with this this type of schedule to where we're at now. All right, let's go Jared Lloyd and then Pat. Kalani, Friday was a big day for the athletic department in general. Saturday, obviously a big day for the football program. How was your Sunday? Sunday was great. Just got to go to church and saw a lot of happy people there. So, I mean, and it just, it was nice. It was just always good to, Sundays are always good after win. So, um, and even after losses, it's good to go recover and then kind of restructure your whole life. I, I think, thanks for asking, but yeah, it was good. It was a good, good time with family and good time uh, taking a, a break from what we normally do during the week. I also wanted to, ha to talk about Jaron. He's not putting up enormous numbers. They're not like earth shattering numbers, but the way he's managing the game seems to be at an incredibly high level. What does that do? for the entire team to have a quarterback that's the, that manages it in that sense. Yeah. In, in, in regards to numbers, he, he's doing great with the numbers that matter the most. And that's, that's what we're focused on. You know, we, we had some mistakes in this game and it's not, not, this not directed towards Jaron, but uh, there are some individuals on, in the game that made, made uh, attempts to 
to gain some stats and things like that. And, and, and uh, that can't happen, but it's nice to know that the leader on the offense isn't, isn't doing that. And um, it's, it's really good to see our, our, the way our players have each other's backs. And so uh, I'm just really happy with the way that he's performing, but a lot of that has to do with the preparation that he, he takes on during the week and that um, A-Rod and the rest of the offense does. I mean, I'm really confident in the way that they conduct themselves Monday through Friday, and I, that's why I feel confident going into Saturday's games. Hey, Coach. Uh, Pat Graham from Associated Press. Thanks for taking the time. I, I know you don't like to look forward, so I'm going to take you back for a second. Uh, I think the last time BYU beat a ranked Arizona State team, there was a certain sophomore fullback who had a carry and a, and a catch. I guess, uh, what do you remember from that time? Catch, I think I had a big gain, maybe a touchdown, and it got tripped up from behind. Uh, linebacker tripped me up, but um, the run, I don't remember much. I was a blocking guy, you know, and blocking guy with, with hands to catch the ball. And back then, you, could, you can't play offense for BYU if you can't catch the ball, and that probably goes for the, the O-lineman as well. So um, it, it, it felt good. I remember that game. It was a lot of fun. Um, I, I like the games against ASU. Been, they, they have a great fan base. Um, there's a lot of connections between. Um, I had a lot of great teammates from the area, the Phoenix area, specifically in the Mesa area back in the day. So um, I know there's a lot of connection with church members in that area too. So it's, there's, it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. There's a lot of people that we know on that team and coaches on that on that program in that program, and uh, we have tons of respect for them and looking forward to the game. But yeah, back then, man, I wouldn't look back. It that was '98, right? Yep, that's right. Yeah, I mean, my stat line wasn't that great back then, but man, I had a lot of fun. <laughs> and you got the win too. Yeah, that that was that was the most important part. Thank you. All right, Jake, and then Norma. Did Jay ask his question? You cut out. Oh, okay. Oh, Jay, did you not – did everyone get to – yeah, you're good. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Kalani, I've had a few people ask me about this on social media, so I'm just going to pass it on to you. Uh, it seems to be a lack of production through two games from your tight end unit. Is there a reason for that, uh, and what do you expect from them going forward? Yeah, I mean, the the production – you guys are talking about catches, but yeah, look at the production that they're doing blocking. You know, that – it just doesn't come down to them catching the ball. They, they do everything else out there that we need them to do, and that's protect the quarterback sometimes in, in pass pro and also, um, you know, to, to get yards for our run game. And so um, when we're talking about stats, whether it's the quarterback or the receivers or the tight ends, the, the stuff will happen. I don't think you force feed something, but I think uh, you look at last year's games and you look at, teams that are that are defending us they they know that the tight end is, is is a viable option for our quarterback and so it's not a surprise to anybody but um it's just gonna have to we're gonna have to we have diff different options a lot of different places at running back at receiver and at tight end so um you know it's just it's just a matter of what the defense does it's not like we're just gonna force feed guys when 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 the, the defense is taking it away I also want to get just your assessment real quick of the Nakua brothers because we saw the first real extensive action against Utah. Yeah, I thought they did a great job. And and uh, I love their energy. They had the same amount of energy when they weren't playing in the Arizona game. Um, so uh, they're just 
I mean, those guys, those guys work hard, you know, and, and they want to win and they want to perform, but they also are really excited when their teammates do well. I mean, that uh, it's, it's a lot of energy and that, you know, that, that's stuff that I really like. I really appreciate guys to do that. And, um, just need to make better decisions when we score touchdowns and, and not uh, not cost the team an opportunity to get get more points, you know. So, but um, I understand uh, some of the mistakes guys make. We just we can do better. There's there's some mistakes that were made in the game, and we can do better. Our, our, we talk about our culture of love and learn, so we're gonna uh, learn from the mistakes and get better, and 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 uh, hopefully we have more opportunities to test the, their celebration style, which means. Get to the sideline and celebrate with your teammates, but that's that's okay. I appreciate the the energy and the excitement and, and what they bring to the table. We'll we'll just have to make sure we don't cost the team uh, any issues. But I'm glad that the rest of the the team had their had their backs, and, and I know the coaches do as well. Kalani, just to backtrack back to the Big Twelve news once more, um, how integral would you say that Tom Homo was to that decision? Was he like? the man just made to get BYU to this point. Of course. Yeah. He's athletic director. And, and he had a, a huge part. I mean, the, you guys know, Tom, it's the relationships that he has and, and, and the, the people that will listen to him, uh, the sincerity and the genuineness that he has as a person that, that can connect with people. And so uh, I, I think he's able to, um, to really represent BYU well. And, and I think he's able to, bring to the table the things that people probably don't think about enough, which is our fan base. I know um, Tom did a great job representing BYU and representing everything that comes with BYU, specifically our fan base and how it's a worldwide fan base and that um, we bring a lot more than, than, than people would think. And I think he does a great job of explaining that to everyone and brings a unique perspective. And he's done a great job as a leader and it's, it's, uh, it's an honor for me to be a head coach and under his leadership. And do you have a favorite Tom Homo story or memory or just the first time you really connected with him? Yeah, I just I just really value our friendship and, and our our relationship that we have. Uh, it's been a great mentor to me as well. And so just uh, just everything. I, I really like the example that he sets for all of us and how much he loves the student athletes. He knows every one of them by name. He hangs out and talks to them, collaborates with them. It fits exactly what you, you think that he played under a guy named Lavelle Edwards. And so um, uh, for me, it's a great example. He, the way he he uh, just lives his life, how, how he is with his children and grandchildren and uh, how he is with his wife, Lori. They, they're amazing people and they're great examples to, to all of us coaches. Okay, uh, we're going to go Jay and then we'll see where we're at. Bonnie, just wanted to get an update on Keenan Ellis. I know you don't like to talk about injuries, but his was kind of different. And also, uh, what about Isaiah Herons stepping up and kind of filling that role? And what has impressed you about Isaiah's play? Hey, Keenan, um, he's still going through the protocol. And so um, he's not out for the year, but but I, we're, we're, we're still taking our time and, and bringing him back slowly. Uh, still highly doubtful for this weekend. Um, but, but we're going to err on the side of, of just making sure that it's safe before him to return. Um, and, and he's doing really good by the way, just, just so everybody knows that he's doing, he's doing much better. He, he, he improves daily. Um, Isaiah Heron, I've been really pleased with him. 
just uh, just really happy with his progress that he's made. Um, and then glad that he this is where he wants to be and this is where he, what he wants to do. And, um, you know, there's a time that he went into the transfer portal and, and had to rethink some things and we got him back, you know, and, and that's uh, and not only to get him back, we got him back with a little bit more of a, a mindset of the, to buy into what this is, place is all about. And um, you see, you're seeing the results. He's a big time player. He just happens to play behind, you know, D'Lo and, and Keenan, who are really great players at, at corner as well. And those guys did a great job, um, you know, this last week. And, and just really looking forward to see, seeing them com- compete this weekend. A lot of great athletes that ASU brings to, to the field. And, and we're going to need all those guys. And, but I've been really impressed with what Gennaro's done with with that corner room and what he's done with all those guys. I mean, you look at like um, Caleb Hayes and Jacob Robinson, um, you know, Shaman Willis, those guys have done a great job playing corner and, you know, Jacques Wilson's back with the group too. So uh, it's a, it's a really deep group that, that, um, you know, when, when we lose one like Keenan, unfortunately, someone like Isaiah steps up and, and makes place for us.